What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our Q&A tonight. My name is Worth. I'm the worship pastor here, and I'm joined with Holly, our production director. Pastor Kenny will be joining us in just a few. He had some uh, counseling that he was doing this afternoon, and he is a little tied up. So whenever he is done with that, he's going to come and join us as well. But I hope you guys are doing fantastic tonight. I have not logged on to see... Um, Anybody tuned in yet? Do we have some people tuned in with us? Yeah, we've got a handful. Who's tuned uh, in right now? Charles Mercer and Connie. Excuse me. Um, let's see. Right, I see Carolyn and Peggy. Awesome. Uh, it's good to see you guys. Serena. Oh, Y'all, Serena is back in the office with us. Today yes. was her first day back, so it is so good having Serena here. Mm, uh, awesome. glad to have her back today. Awesome. Yes, we have definitely missed her. It has been a long time since we've gotten to hang out with her. So um, as you guys are coming in, if you just want to let us know in the comments that you're watching, let us know you're here, maybe who you're watching with, where you're watching from. Um, Pastor Kenny is here now, so he's coming and he's going to join us. We are live online Amen. right now. He made it. So good to see everybody. Man, it's good to be here. How are how is everybody today? I'm doing great. That's good. I yeah, think everybody else is too. So have you let them know what we're doing today? I have not. not really. um, we we just started. Just said hello. Said that you're tied up a little bit and you'd be here in a minute. And recognized a few people we saw were watching online. Um, and so no, take it away. Okay, awesome. Well, listen. Uh, tonight we are obviously in a different format. We wanted to move this, and the reason that we moved to Monday night is that we started with our discipleship uh, programs and this was going to conflict on that time so we felt like it was an appropriate time for us to move it so that we, we want to make sure that people that want to go to our discipleship programs classes and things like that have no restriction to that whatsoever and then to add this onto a sunday could make for a very very long sunday and we don't want to make sunday laborious so this is a great time to do it it's a good time for all of us and also we also started with our, our live online streaming on Sunday, and so I wanted Worth and Holly both to come because I wanted to make sure that we could explain some of those things to you about the technology that it required to do that, the changes that we had to make so that we could actually do this. And it also preps us in recognition of, as we get ready to look forward to opening again, it gets us back in that regular Sunday routine like we need to be. So we wanna talk a little bit about that. I also want to talk about service times. There are a lot of questions that I received about service times and were we changing service times? Was that something that was happening because we altered our time for the live streaming? So we want to talk a little bit about that. Big reveal tonight. We want to talk to you about our new church logo. We have settled on the logo. We want to give you some information about it. We want to reveal it to you, show you, show you some things about it that I think that you'll really appreciate. And then uh, why we had to change it in case you didn't remember. Also, um, this has been a great format for us in the Q&A situation. I feel like that I have gotten to know you as a church better in, in the very short period of time that we've been doing this than in my entire 25 years of being the pastor here. I feel like that you have gotten to know, whether it's me, most clearly you have gotten to know our staff, I think better, and when I say staff, I mean, the larger portion of the staff, you may have never had an opportunity necessarily to, to know intimately Holly or it may be even worth 
you see them on the platform or you see her in the booth. Uh, Elliot or uh, Mike, you obviously know Mike, but sometimes even with Joe, you, you see him, but you don't really know him. Philip and others that were there. So we feel like that it has opened up some incredible doors, but uh, now we really need to look at when we do open up, where do we go from here when it comes to this? And we want to talk a little bit about that. And then finally, when we wrap up tonight, I just want to give you a, just a very, very short um, preview hook, whatever you want to call it, about our up and coming uh, Independence Day message. And I really want to invite you to join us on Sunday. I'm excited about being back live. Um, it just happened that I was taking my vacation whenever we went back live and Mike got to take care of that one first and foremost. I thought he did a great job yesterday. He did awesome. Our yeah, whole entire crew did a great job yesterday. I think you could feel the differences in there. Even a little bit of nervousness at some points, but that's what live is about. And, and it, it was um, amazing. But I got to admit, I was a little jealous that I didn't get to be a part of that other than watching it online because I really wanted to be there. But uh, I've learned that when you're on vacation, you need to be on vacation. Take your rest. Get rested up. I feel very, very good. So proud of the team that, that watched over everything while we were gone. I never even checked on them, called in or anything because I didn't need to. We have that uh, really credible of staff and, and help here. So kudos to you guys for that. It's, it is not us. It is all our teams mm -hmm. that, that pulled this off. And well, I think so, that the, huge it's shout out What well, I think is the, the, the best part of what has happened in all of this, in all the things that seem negative or seem challenging, um, God has brought some pretty amazing things out of it. Mm -hmm. And if this has done anything to us, it has forced us to work more together as a team than we ever had before while we were going live, you know, live all the time. And I think that it has created much better relationships. Sometimes the relationships, be honest, you know, they've been tense in certain areas. And then, um, you know, I, I'm thankful for, for the people that are around me that can come talk to me when they need to, or I can talk to them when I need to. Sometimes it gets tense, but at the same time, uh, we're mature enough to say, ah, we, we, you know, we need to hold each other accountable and do those things. So that's a good thing too. And, and I think that a lot of good has come out of this. Certainly for me, it has. And, and I think that it helped me to be on vacation this week, just to let my mind kind of settle, do some work at home, clear up some projects at home and really be able to think a, a bit more clearer. And so I feel good today. Been a great day here at the church. We've had some major breakthroughs here in a, in a few areas that we'll share later on. But I heard you dug up a tree in your yard this week. And I know you don't like yard work. Am I not supposed to say anything about that? I'm not sure the HOA knows. Oh, excuse me. I don't, tree, well, but, then we'll uh, make sure if we could in the editing of this, uh, if we could cut that part that out. Yeah. Um, or I if you guys hate, want to, you could share it. Do you guys have an HOA Facebook group? You can share it on there. I mean, hate yard work. You know. And that seems to be all that I did. We rebunched around our whole house, put up the, the stuff around the flower beds. I pulled out some trees and pulled out some plants, repainted, planted some plants. I just heard because I, I saw I saw Pastor Mike, who is the exact opposite of that. Yes. Loves exactly. yard work. And I saw him and uh, he had mentioned you were doing yard work. And I was like, on his vacation? I'm like, do the things you love. You know what I mean? This was this was accomplishment. Hey, well, you I mean, if I you can love go, that. I can go home tonight, sit on my couch with no guilt. 
there's not a project that's not done. There so you go. We, we, we pretty much took care of all of that. So uh, I just got yeah. him in trouble with his HOA. Whoops. <laughs> it's really okay. I, I don't think I think they're going to be okay. Well, listen, we're here to answer questions for you. But while if you have questions coming in, we'll certainly answer them. But I want to just kind of launch us off here and say that we did start out with live services this past Sunday. And I got to tell you, although you saw Mike on camera or you saw uh, the worship team on camera, there's a lot of people behind the camera. There's a lot of people that are in different places that made that live service happen. And it wasn't just happening on one day. But in addition to that, because some have said to me, Did, didn't we have live services and all that running before this? And so isn't it just flipping a switch? The, the real challenge of, of what happened whenever the coronavirus hit was that where churches that had never been online or never live streamed, all of a sudden church went online and everybody went to live stream. Mm -hmm. That was like a big traffic. To imagine leaving Wilmington uh, on a regular day and trying to leave Wilmington when a category five hurricane's coming in and everybody leaves at the same time. That's kind of exactly what, what like. that traffic jam was in terms of our streaming service and our particular streaming service was in no way capable of handling the amount of traffic that they were hit with. So we didn't feel that we could give you a good experience on Sunday, uninterrupted live streaming. So we changed and said, let's record the services, do all the editing and then we will play it. And it's very different whenever you're playing something that's been pre-recorded as opposed to something that's live streaming. So in order for us to live stream, we actually had to move to a different company, a different streaming service, uh, upgrade quite a few things to make sure that we could have a flawless stream on Sunday. And this past Sunday was the first Sunday that we actually had opportunity to do it. So it took a bit more technology. It also, uh, we're in a new facility where we didn't have to worry about it whenever we were kind of just recording. But once we went to the live stream, what you see is what you get. You may have noticed it might came out like a mime at the first of the service. And it was, you know, that's live. You just didn't turn the mute off of the mic and you find it in there somewhere. What people don't see is I was standing side stage getting ready to move the pulpit. And as he walked out from the curtain, I thought about it right as he got, and I said, don't forget to unmute. And he was too far away from me to hear it. And I was like, oh no. That's what's funny is the behind the scenes, because you also didn't see me in the back like yelling into the topic, yeah. somebody unmute his mic. <laughs> and he got to it eventually. He got and, and, uh, it. He did he it very smooth, okay. hey, yeah. very smooth. And, and then at the same time, uh, we had one of our cameramen that had worked a 24 hour shift and was asleep. Oh, he, he, did. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not fall, fall asleep. asleep. No, he was tired. No, he was no. tired. He so was kind of the shots really may tired. have been a little bit errant. That's live. That's the fun of it. That is the best part of the whole thing. But now that we have live, so the question, the, the, the first question that kind of hit me was, why nine o'clock? Why did we move our services from eight o'clock, nine thirty, and eleven? Why nine o'clock? And then why did we go to an on-demand? And so Worth, I really want you to kind of give them an explanation of what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, 
Um, the reason for the move to nine o'clock really came down to the reason for the move to one service is really what it comes down to because nine o'clock there's other details why we chose nine o'clock specifically but the move to one service really came to the fact that well, we're here doing it live and the fact that when we, we have three services when we're meeting in person and a lot of the reason we have those three is to get people in and out of the building uh, seating capacity inside the room we've got um, different Sunday school classes and things that we're kind of going around but when it comes to live we don't really have a capacity you know to worry about necessarily and so um, when we decided to go live and I know I wanted to mention this based off of what you had said earlier that you know people have asked me coming up like well what I don't understand what's different because we used to stream live even when we were in person we streamed mm -hmm. live every Sunday so you know Holly and I were really nervous on Thursday and you could see that we were nervous and people were asking <laughs> why are you nervous we've done this so many you did it three three times every Sunday why are you nervous Feels but different. <laughs> there's just something different about it and I, it is. I don't think that it's I think a large part of it is the fact that we haven't done it in a while so you know we make a mistake we go back and fix it mm -hmm. even if it's in post over the weekend we can go back and fix it and try to polish it up I think that's part of it but I think another part of it is the fact that when you're streaming live and streaming live only it's a different ballgame because think about it if the power were to go out and you're preaching mm -hmm. you just talk louder right you know and you keep on going if our music all of our technology were to just die I'll take my guitar and I'll lead us in worship and we're gonna party on but when you're streaming live only, you're at the mercy of all the technology, you're at the mercy of the computers, of your, of your bandwidth on your internet, all of that stuff mm -hmm. plays a huge role in whether or not it's going to be successful. And so yeah, we but have were, we ever lost power here? Uh, I don't, has a computer ever gone down? Has it, all of those things, every one of those things have happened. Happen on, and can I tell you this too, this, I'm getting, I'm going down a squirrel path here for a minute, but can I tell you this? We have had like hardly any issues since since recording. I mean, there have been a few little things. It was like that second week where we had the audio dropouts and stuff like that. But mostly it has been flawless. We've done like one take recordings. Everything has been great. Smooth process. But here's how the devil works. We show up on Sunday morning ready to stream live and one of our cameras completely just no explanation just will not work. And it's like, we have been doing this mm -hmm. for three months. Mm -hmm. And the moment that we decide to make a change, to make a bigger impact, the devil steps in and is like, nope. But huge shout out to our camera guys overcoming that challenge, especially Nick. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick stepped up. He was given a camera he had never touched before and uh, was getting some beautiful stuff with that. And that was like five minutes before we went live, but we had to make that change. Major and, Audible and he handled it And he well. did an amazing job. So huge shout out there for sure. Um, but going back, so we, we kind of bounced around a little bit, but that was really the main reason we went to one service specifically was just the fact that with us being here online um, and that kind of the level of interaction we wanted would be kind of like us sitting here doing this three times. You know, we wanted to make sure that we could interact with the largest group that we could. And then the other side of it is the way that Facebook handles videos. Many of you watch on Facebook and, you know, we want to lean into that and not say, well, don't watch on Facebook, watch somewhere else. Um, though we'd love for you to join us on the church online platform, Facebook is, is very convenient and you guys watch a lot there. Facebook uh, handles certain things differently than it handles other things. So a live video, for instance, is handled differently than a live premiere. Uh, they're going to put more emphasis on a live video because that's what they want for their platform. So they're going to take our live video and it's going to end up more places just because it's a live video. 
Uh, whereas with a premiere, which we were doing for months before this point, um, they're not going to put as much emphasis on. So every share might count for, you know, for this much on a premiere, but every share counts for this much on a live video. So that was a huge part of it. But then the fact that the more activity you have on a video, the more that they're going to start to put it in more people's timelines because they think, well, here's something that they want to see. So take, for instance, a good, a good service um, for when we were having three back to back. I mean, what's a what's a number? Maybe four to five hundred unique in service, viewers yeah. in a in a service. Whereas just Facebook for this week, I think we had fourteen hundred ish, uh, something around in there, fourteen hundred unique viewers. So Facebook sees that. And the more people that are logging on, the more people that are watching, the more people that are commenting, they're going to start, that number is going to go up. They're evangelizing for us because of the activity that's happening. That's the best part. So, you know, Reach. it's, it's, um, so that was a lot of those things kind of went into the decision-making process. Now, the reason for nine o'clock is all because of that 11 o'clock broadcast. We, uh, we wanted to make sure that people who were already engaged in something at 9.30, whether it be a Sunday school class, a small group, something like that, that they would have the ability to still experience the service the best that we could. So we wanted to make sure that we rebroadcasted at 11 o'clock with online host um, so that way, you know, they had that. And I do want to say that we had one person raise their hand for salvation on Sunday and it was at the 11 o'clock awesome. rebroadcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm super encouraged by that. Um, but we needed time by, for when the service ended. We needed time to be able to kind of make a few changes, kind of clip the beginning and the end off, and then get it ready to rebroadcast at 11. So we pushed it back that 30 minutes um, to help and give us a little bit of a buffer, which after this Sunday, because, I mean, we didn't really know how it was going to go until we did it. But after this Sunday, it helped a ton having that buffer space um, to, uh, to Especially considering that sometimes I will preach longer than, than anticipated. And so if you, if you can imagine me preaching my regular route and then they got 15 or 10 minutes, it would be really impossible to get it on by 11 o'clock. So we had to kick it back, uh, you know, for the basis of my length of preaching that they had to, to kick that I'm, back. I want to say so many things. I was like, we were not going to say that. <laughs> well, I was just I wasn't. <laughs> But can I say can I say this though? Because you know I love you, and you know this is just how we how we pick. So Father's Day, your Father's Day message from a father's perspective, I thought was one of the best messages in my 25 years of being under your leadership that I, I've heard you preach. I, it, it just impacted me. I will say what made me laugh was when you told us, y'all, this is going to be short. And he said, I didn't say correct me. I, did, I said possible. as few words as possible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, he said, for example, 25 minutes. That's what you said. And I'm sitting there running the message and I'm, I'm, I'm engaged with you and I'm listening and I'm running those slides and doing the thing and I look up and it's like 45 minutes. What can I few tell you? As few words as possible. But look, a few words as possible. That's how many words that's it took. It, how long so, it took. So, you know, you know it's, it's, that's fine. But it was so funny to me. But it, it, it does happen, you know. So, so those, those are the reasons why. And we wanted you to know. So one of the questions that came to me was, Hey, Pastor, are you getting, ready to, getting rid of the 8 o'clock service? No, we're not doing that. When we come back live, we'll have 8 o'clock, 9, 30, and 11. And if it requires more, we'll do more. But no, it's just for the time and for the technology that we're using right now. That's what it is. So put your mind at ease there. That's, that's not an issue in our thoughts. Certainly not something we're planning on doing. Uh, so no worries there. 
Uh, I, do you have is there, are there questions on any of that? that we need I to haven't answer? been checking, but I do want to answer the back half of what you asked me because I didn't get to on demand yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I can be a little long winded too, so I probably should stop talking about your <laughs> preaching. Um, we also made the move, as you guys heard, and it was kind of a move last week before we went live to doing um, instead of replaying every day at one, three, five, and seven on the church online platform, we have now moved to doing on demand viewing. And that really came down to a decision looking at the analytics. Um, Facebook is unchanged. I'm sure you guys who are used to just using Facebook only, um, as soon as the service is over, you can go back and watch it on demand anytime from our page. But for those who maybe don't have a Facebook or we're using the church online platform, you'd have to wait until one, three, or five every day. And we saw the numbers since we kind of started this online only ministry, those numbers have just kind of been going down and down. And I think a large part of that is that's not how we watch, most of us watch content or consume content on a schedule like that necessarily. Nobody I think waits until one o'clock to watch their shows. Right. Exactly. They DVR it and they watch on their time, yeah. you know, and that's just our culture today. And so looking at the numbers, I felt like it would be the best case for you guys and the most convenient for you guys to be able to go back and not just on Facebook, but now on our website as well, be able to go back and watch the entire service on demand. So um, each Sunday, uh, we were at about 12.15, but now with us rebroadcasting and having and going live, that's going to change a little bit. But I know yesterday was probably 7 p.m. or so that it got finished and uploaded. But um, somewhere in that Sunday to Monday morning, uh, you'll see the service and the message both get posted on our website on demand so you can go and view anytime. If you miss it, if you want to share it with somebody, if something in the service really impacted you and you'll share it with family or friends, you can do that as well. Um, so anytime. So we did make that change. Now, I will say we have had some people, probably about 50 people each week watching those Sunday replays, because we do one, uh, one, three, and five every Sunday. We're going to keep doing that. So for those of you who watch that, um, you know, we're going to keep doing that one, three, and five on Sunday. But after that, it's just on demand. And that way, you know, because I can't get the video up in, in time, so we're just going to, Sunday, you'll still be able to replay. Um, but starting in that Monday time frame, you can on yeah. demand. And one of the things I think this has been, we're always looking for what are the silver linings in what's happening here. Because people became accustomed to watching church online that maybe never would have ever considered going to church at all, we have picked up an, an online audience that we would not have picked up in any other way. Mm -hmm. And we wanna make sure that we keep that online audience because I think that if Jesus were here today, he would have us connect with every avenue that was possible to get some things out there. So even when we come back into a live setting, we want to continue doing the things that we've been doing because there's an entire audience out there that we would absolutely cut off if we did not do that. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one of the areas that I'm going to ask from you that you embrace. And that is nobody's in here whenever we're recording other than our worship team, our technical teams, and some of the staff that are in here that are doing this. So we have the opportunity Nick is one of the guys, one of our cameramen, that does a lot of moving around to get some some of those really neat shots that you're looking for on TV that or your phone that says, gosh, I really feel like I'm there, whether it's behind the keyboard player, the drummer right up there on the guitar player, some of the close-ups on the singers or me or other things like that that make you feel like you're in the room with us, that which was the goal, 
to make it as close to live as we could possibly be, close to in person. And, and so they're roaming. I don't even notice him at all anymore. I'm so accustomed to it. When we come back live, we want to continue that because we still want to make sure, and I know that you do too, as much as you get the live experience here, we want to give it to everybody out there. And the people that have been training in here, that's what they've been training for is to, we've taught them that viewfinder on your camera is a person's living room mm -hmm. or, or wherever they have, they're in a coffee shop somewhere on and they're looking on their phone. And we've got to see through those eyes and take that camera and try to give them the best absolute view that we possibly can. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that's another area where God has opened our eyes to some things I quite honestly was not aware of until this happened where now we can really kind of lean into that and take advantage and reach more people. We had somebody 300 miles away that, that mm -hmm. brought a comment on on Sunday that, where are you from? And, and it goes around the world too. And I know there's people that are watching around the globe that are still watching us. Some people all across America are watching us. And, and that's not a braggadocious thing. That is, they're getting the gospel, they're getting gospel teaching, they're getting great worship, we're giving them Jesus and man, do they need that now mm -hmm. uh, more than ever? So uh, I, I think that this technology thing, you know, it's never been my major, major forte. That's why I have a team over here that I leave that up to, but I'm sold uh, on this. And, and even we're sitting in our atrium right now. I don't know how much of, I can kind of see what you can see directly behind me. Uh, you can see that is our brand new guest services desk. And it's a kind of a, a, a new look to it. It's a really, really cool desk. And we're sitting uh, kind of in some couches and stuff that are going to be when you come back to church, we got this great new atrium. We got some great seating stuff. And even tonight, we did want to share a few of those pictures yeah, with we've you. We've got some of those. Whenever you okay. want to roll them, just let yeah. us know. I, just want to, I want to roll through some of those pictures. Uh, this is the atrium shot where you can see coming in the doors. As you can tell, we removed the carpeting and we had the concrete polished and colored to some degree so that it's durable you don't have to worry about stains and spilling and things like that and plus it looks amazing looks and, great with the light reflecting off oh of yeah. it i love yeah. the look and i think that one of the better parts of it is we had a 30 by 20 atrium in the other space so you had to kind of get in and get out this over here is 40 by 165 uh, in the atrium area so we've got a lot of space for you to hang out and talk to each other and We've got seating areas and things like that. We wanted you to see some of those things that were there uh, that we've put in place for you to say, hang out for us for a little while. I think that's gonna be one of the bigger areas that you're gonna notice whenever you return is that in every single thing that you see and all the people that have been involved, and Debbie Whited has been one of our designers who we just cheer on because you don't want me decorating this joint. And it's her birthday. And it's her birthday her today. Her birthday and put in that table over there. And I also want to mention that these pictures Holly took today mm -hmm. and right off frame, Debbie was here working on her yeah. birthday, <laughs> putting her up birthday, furniture putting and, and stuff like that. finishing mm -hmm. stuff up. What I really want you to see about some of this stuff is, you know, not how pretty it is or how nice it is or even how new it is, but I want you to think from our perspective, we have a goal to provide for you, our church members, our church family, a place where we do family with God. 
So we have hangout spots, gathering areas, talking places. There are some spots over there that have little bistro tables and a couple of high stools that are sitting next to there if two people want to sit down and talk to each other. These things are out there for you guys because we care that you have a place to hang out and talk before service, after service, hanging out, whatever that might be. And uh, even the, we've done a lot of work inside the the actual sanctuary. I know yeah, that we've we, got some of those too. We've had it, you know, you're like, people have asked me, is this thing gonna be a gymnasium? I want you to look at the shot. Look at that. I want I you to look picture. at that. You can see our cross, mm -hmm. this is from the stage. Mm -hmm. And, and I think they're up high enough where they can see where the yeah, chairs are the out. Lift to take this picture. He got on the lift and got up there. The, we, we blacked out the windows and you can tell where we blacked out all the windows so we can control the lighting in there. We put uh, adjustable house lighting. So this is a blue uh, color that we have. It can change to any color that we want. There's aisle lighting in it so that I know before sometimes you'd come in and you might stumble around and you couldn't see where you were going. We've got aisle lighting in there, so the aisles will always, you can see it right there, where the aisles are lit without making it bright anywhere else. And you don't have to worry about stumbling around. Yeah, this right sanctuary. there is a great spot of showing how lit <clears throat> those aisles are compared to the chairs. Oh yeah, because you can see it's just the aisle that is lit. It's down lighting, um, and you can get a really nice shot of the stage there. The only thing that you'll notice there is that we have a TV that is there right in front of the stage that we can see when we're live broadcasting. That will obviously move whenever we come back to live. But I am so excited about the new sanctuary. It feels like a sanctuary. I, I really believe that God is absolutely in this place and we can hardly wait to fill it with people. Mm -hmm. It is just so amazing and we've been giddy wanting to show you some of these pictures. I know you haven't been here. But if you've wondered, but well, what does it look like? I remember it being a gymnasium. It does not look like a gymnasium by any stretch. It is absolutely gorgeous. The chairs are what get me. We had, um, our Hispanic ministry has been rehearsing some in here um, during the week. And so they've been in and it's, they've seen some of the progress, some of their worship team members as they've come in. Last week when we set up the chairs, they came in and it was like, like this, this feel feels like this is real. This is and, real, man. Uh, even our camera guys, I think Chuck specifically, he walked in and saw the chairs. And, and the first thing he said was, I cannot wait to see these chairs filled up. And I'm like, dude, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I am. So we are excited for uh, the services. And I hope that little bit of a sneak preview. There's more. There's more. But that's a great sneak preview for you guys to, to realize what we've been working on because some folks said, somebody asked me the other day hey you know we kind of been off for four months so you've been enjoying sort of the vacation i'm like are you kidding me it's been not one ounce of a vacation i can promise that this is actually much more difficult to do than 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 live and and we do have a shot of uh, we have a brand new production room where the people are behind the scenes and they're taking care of the broadcast and so Nick is in there right now yeah, controlling so this. You can see the, the broadcast room that they have back there to watch everything and I can't even thank the people that run that enough that have to back there and sweat, worry. <laughs> Pastor's off script. I don't know where he's at. What's, what note is he on? What verse is he on? Is he going to pause? And uh, I don't have any idea what kind of comments go on back there, but I'm sure it's quite the comedy show as they're trying to keep up with me and what I'm going to do and am I ever going to shut up. Honestly, but, though, uh, this is speaking from experience, I think they're getting pretty used to the way you communicate. I think yeah, most I think of so. them are kind of... Now, Sunday, I want to give a shout out to Chuck because, <laughs> Chuck, you did amazing. 
but that's when it's stressful. Is when someone else. That's the most. Because yeah. when someone else is speaking, because uh, Pastor Mike has a tendency to say the he'll say like James chapter one says, and then he's like going to paraphrase, and he doesn't have that scripture like written out, but it's in his notes to just kind of refer to and talk about. So they're back there like. <laughs> Does anybody have James one? Does anybody have James one? <laughs> and it's like he's just partying on. He has no idea that's yeah. happening behind. But you guys don't get to see that stuff. <laughs> this is the part that we get to see all the time that makes church just such a blast. Oh. It is so much fun to be able to do those things. But Chuck and was on it. If y'all saw was. the timing of that on Sunday, oh, it was beautiful. Chuck, you did incredible. I man. was at home watching. I was like, oh my gosh, they have got him perfect. Chuck's on so, it. So. And, and I can tell you, Worth and Holly both have done training, and, and, and Savannah and Brandy, they've come out here, they brought our teams out here, they've done training to, to be the very, very best that they can be. We still have a camera upgrade that we're waiting on because when we moved into this building, the distances are quite a bit further, and the cameras that we currently have are limited to a certain distance. And while nobody's been here, we can push them up close, and it's not an issue. But we will be giving a camera upgrade in depending on when it gets here, shipping and stuff like that, three to four weeks, we hope. And when we come back live, should not be an issue. But I think that even then, you'll probably notice a significant upgrade in quality, even on the stream of what you're gonna see out there. And all of it, every single thing that we've done, we have done in an effort to say, how can we best serve you? How can we best love you? Uh, how can we be your, 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 your ministers? Because we love it. We do. And when we're proud of what we've done here. We're proud of you guys for sticking in there with us and helping us to do it. Our volunteers, everything. So it's, it's, it's been a, just a cool ride, but I'm ready for you in person. I miss you a lot. Let me move on so I can keep talking. Um, <laughs> I love you guys. At the beginning of this year, uh, I got a phone call completely out of the blue. Got a phone call from a guy named uh, Danny Beasley. He was from One Mission Society. And he called me up and I could tell that it was uh, a uncomfortable call for him. And he said, uh, are you the pastor there at Northside? I said, yeah, Pastor Kenny. And he introduced himself to me and, and he was kind of shooting the breeze a little bit and saying, tell me about your ministry down there. What are you guys doing? What kind of church are you? Who are you affiliated with? And all those kind of things. As we talked about it, I said, uh, you know, I said, Danny, I don't know you. Did you call for a specific reason? And he said, well, I'd like to talk to you about your logo and how that came about. How are you using it? Uh, where did you get it? And all those kind of things. And so I began to get clued in on that. They, some, we've done something wrong or he's, he's about something. And so if, I said, if you have something to say, please say it. And he said, well, because <laughs> he, was, he, he was so nervous. And I said, it's okay. If there's something that, we, that, that you need to address, I'm fine with that. And he said, well, actually, your logo is a copy of our logo, which we have trademarked. And this is a trademark violation. And so he was asking me, when did you guys put this logo into play? and all that and as we worked through all the processes and we walked it all through they we had the logo uh not too much after they got the logo but they trademarked it in 2015. and so once they trademarked that logo 
then it was theirs. And so they called up and they said, we want you to know that. And so there was nothing else that we could do but to have to turn in and because obviously for me, it's not even a question. There doesn't need to be a fight. There doesn't need to be an argument. There doesn't need to be a court battle. That, that would be ungodly and unchristian. And so I said, hey, Danny, I appreciate you letting me know. The answer is that we need to look up a new logo. The only thing I ask you for is to be patient with us while we, because we have to go look and see what we can do. And he, of course, he said, hey, no problem. Take your time. I understand. Uh, but it is important that we get this taken care of. So from that day forward, we began to look into a new logo, challenges to a new logo. Northside is, uh, there's a lot of Northsides out there, not just Northside churches. There's Northside Church, Northside Lube, Northside Collision, Northside Hospital. There's a Northside everything out there. So trying to find a unique logo was not exactly what I would call easy. And one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we did was to not again find ourselves in a situation where we had somebody else's logo and we were in violation and have to go through the whole process again. So we actually hired somebody that would help us, a gentleman named Alex, to help us, this is what he does, and to help us with our new logo. And so we sat down as a staff and we talked about the things that we wanted and so forth. And the challenge of a logo is not simply just a logo, but the way that you use it, whether it's on a shirt, because I have our old logo on this shirt, uh, whether it's a shirt, it's a hat, it's a letterhead, it's a sign, it's a sign on the building, it's the sign out front, it's a flat. I mean, there's just so, so many ways that you could use a logo that the, com the complexity of a logo makes them difficult to use. The uh, aspect ratio, which is sort of how long is it and how high is it, what can it fit on, how much space do you have around it. I never realized all that went on with the logo until we entered in and had um, also a guide that goes along with it on how we're able to use it. And so we had to take a look and one of the challenges, I think the bigger challenge of a church logo is that in the past, what I've always tried to do was to incorporate the message of the church in the logo. So that if a person saw our logo, the message of the church would, would kind of be right there. When we moved over to the O that had the, whatever you call the thing on top of it. I always it, called it a top hat. I don't know. Top hat or whatever. It really was to point us upward to God. And so it wasn't, a, it was our first kind of a move that way. And then obviously uh, we have to change that. And so I opted for, with all the opportunities we had, and we had a lot of submissions and, and some of them were good, but they were so complex and there was no way to make it work all the way around. And so I had to make a, a call on the logo and I opted for simplicity over complexity. That we really needed something that would identify the church. And then I think that the church needs to take on the responsibility of identifying Christ. And I had to make that decision. We tried so many things and some of them just looked weird and some of them wouldn't work and, and some of them you could tell we were pushing real hard. And, and so I said, I, I want to make the call to go to simplicity over complexity and we're going to let the church be the people to, to let Christ be known. And so we came up with a much simpler logo and believe me, it may be simple looking. I think you're going to like it and we're going to show you some things tonight in just a moment. I want to show you the logo then I want to show you some ways that we can use the logo, some things that you can put on. I think that you'll see 
the genius of the people that helped us with it, to come up with it, and to be honest with you, it's almost like a sermon. You can tell that I must not be a good preacher because the shorter sermons take longer to prepare. The, the short time that you prepare means it goes really long. The longer you prepare for something, the shorter it can become because you have time with it. And sometimes time crunches being a, they get long. The more, the more um, simplistic a logo is, the longer it takes to really get there to capture what we were after. And so I, uh, I appreciate Alex, the work that Alex did, and Holly and Worth and our staff and, and all that they helped us to do. And so um, to me, it's been a fun ride. And then I I made the final call on this one to say, yeah, I think that this is it. It was just last week or, or it was right before you went on vacation. Yeah, right before we went on vacation. And then we knew today was coming. And so we kicked it into high gear and Alex is taking a much deserved vacation starting yeah. today. He's got a week off and then when he comes back he's got a list that is like this long <laughs> yeah. of Usage stuff to update. Because we feel like that we want to get this this pretty far out there. So I want to uh, I want to give you here's the logo in, in one color. It's in red. Here's our new logo. And instead of the O, we chose the N. And we've tried to emphasize Northside. We're not trying to de-emphasize church, but because uh, we are Northside Church. But we wanted to be able to have something that really caused you to see everything. Uh, and where before we really only used Northside uh, for the most part, but this provides us a different way to look at it. Now that is what I would call in its most base form and probably its most boring form right there. If we I have three of these way. back to back. Yeah, Nick, you can go ahead and go through these three real quick. Um, there would be just just the in, um, and then the next one would be filled in, and all of that is you know interchangeable. Um, but yeah, this is its base form. Mm -hmm. um, but what's exciting, and you and oh, we do have one more that's black and white, I believe. Yes, right here. Um, What's exciting, as you were talking about before, is when you actually get to see it in use, and we have a ton of that. Yeah, and so we want you to see, like, well, how would we actually use that in, in ways that I think that are, are, are brilliant in, in some of those ways? So I don't know what order they're in. I, I, it looks like I, the first thing I know. is so the sign. First thing here is the sign. So you can see here we did an A and B of the current sign. Now, this is not updated. I know some of you are thinking, I just drove by there and I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> uh, this is a rendering Alex made for us. Um, this is what's up there now with the top hat, and then hopefully very soon, um, the the new logo up on the sign. And then the next one, which I love. We'll leave this up here. Okay, back that up all right, go back. Go back, back. Back it up there, Nick. What I love about this is that whenever you see them side by side, I think that, not that I don't like our other logo, but I think that right there side by side, when you can see them that way, it, it just looks to me so much better. Mm -hmm. It really is such a clean and clear look and, and even more identifiable. It looks so, modern. I yeah. mean, you know, not that that was our goal necessarily, but I mean, it was, I mean, simplistic was definitely a goal. Clear was a goal, but it does. I, I agree with you when you see them side by side for the first time like this, it, it looks modern. Mm -hmm. And honestly, uh, I'm, I'm in love with the fact that our logo has, has church in it because yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge to me <clears throat> that in, in almost everywhere, except for that little N will be, you know, it has church, which I, I really like that. So all right, next one. 
Next one is the side of the building. So this is yeah. what it could look like. These are not final, and I just want to throw this out. None you of this. You know somebody's going to come by the church and say, what? <laughs> Where's where it, it go? Where did it go? Let's ride out there. Uh, everything we're going to show you right now coming forward are renderings of what of what could be. Um, these are not like we've, we've ordered them and they're on the way. They will be soon. Um, they may look a little different, little design tweaks here and there, but what we asked Alex to do to prepare for today was give us what could be in a bunch of different areas. And so, um, and then Pastor looked at all that was available and chose what to actually show you today. Um, so to say that this could look a little different once it's up yeah. is, I mean, it could be a physical <clears throat> sign, it could be vinyl, it could be lit up, it could be not. I mean, it, it depends on what we're able to do at the time. But this is a good example of what it would look like on the side of our life center. Mm -hmm. So, what's up next? What's up next is the connection card. So you guys have seen um, that it has our old logo on it. So this is the the front of the connection card, and then the next slide is going to show the back of the connection card all with updated typography. Um, we now have fonts that are approved for use for the branding of Northside. So we have uh, three different font types um, that we'll use. So all of that's been updated along with the front of the connection card as well. So those will be um, going to print uh, before we are able to get back together. Right now, everything is digital. Um, so that's been put kind of in a lower priority until we get together in person. Uh, but that's what that would look like. Next would be the flags for out front. Love the flags. So uh, it's our desire to put I think, some I think that you can see right there where the aspect ratio, the size of the, of the uh, logo really lends itself to being able to print it in so many different arenas that you might not with some of the other stuff we were looking at mm -hmm. would not have lent itself to that. Yep, we do have flags. Now we have some uh, first-time guest flags as well. We have created, we didn't get a picture because it is in progress, but we are creating um, a first-time guest parking area as well as kind of a welcome area out mm -hmm. front, right at the front doors of this building. And we're going to be placing some flags to make sure that everyone knows where that spot is. And so these are some examples of what it could look like with our new logo, new typography. And uh, we haven't mentioned this yet either, but new um, color scheme. Yes. Uh, we have five colors that are now brand colors of Northside. You see there's a red, and that red has changed a little bit. It's a little softer, uh, a little brighter, not so dark and not so harsh. We also have a blue, which I don't know comes up maybe until later, um, a gray, an off-white, um, but a color scheme that is Northside's brand color scheme, and you can see it on full display here with these flags. Uh, and then the last one we have kind of in the in the signage category is what a, a interior banner could look like um, if we were to create one. So that's, you know, an example of what could be. Um, next up is, and I wouldn't put it up yet, Nick, but next up is one that you have raved about. That you have <laughs> specifically, <laughs> you've said this is your favorite thing that you've seen this logo on. So let's go ahead and roll the coffee cup. Y'all, I love that See, coffee cup. That coffee cup is on point. It's there. I'm telling you. We need to get you a reusable one of those yeah, we that do. you that can right drink there, in the office. to me, is just, that incorporates everything I love about that logo. It's uh, beautiful. It, it just, that was the one that sold me on the logo mm -hmm. for all the things that we did. I was like, that is just beautiful. And I think that it is fully representative of our church. And not only that, but... But as we've moved into this new building and we have modernized it and cleaned it up and sharpened the lines and everything, I just really feel like that that, 
encapsulates the whole thing right there in that coffee cup and I love it. I absolutely love it. Next up we've got three different hat designs. Now let's stop on this one for a minute because this is another use of our logo. It's called um, the badge something. I forgot. I have to look back at the style guide. But basically badge is what yeah. we've been calling it around here. Um, this is kind of a use to highlight that uh, our, our vision, which is discover real life, helping people discover real life. Um, so you'll see this design on certain areas where it makes the most sense to have something circular. That might be on a shirt, might be on a hat, um, a might be on a sticker car, for your car, like something mm -hmm. like that. Um, you know, it's just an interchangeable way to use the logo in areas that, um, that need that type of design. So I uh, really like that badge. And then next we have two other hat designs, one in red and one in gray. Um, that kind of show off different ways of using that logo uh, on a hat, depending on how we wanted to, how we wanted to do it. Um, after those hats, we have uh, a few shirts. So we've got three polo shirts um, in red, a different red and gray, uh, showing different uses. So the first one had Northside Church. This one just has the N. And then I believe the gray just has the N as well, but showing off, again, that's a specific brand color gray, uh, specific brand color of that off-white. Um, and so all of this stuff staying in brand. And then we do have a few t-shirt designs um, as well, showing off different ways of using the logo as well. Um, so next up would be the badge design right there. Um, we have a very big N right in the middle. And then um, we have another one that kind of, again, highlights that Discover real life. Um, so like I said, not all of these are, um, you know, ready to, ready to print designs. Um, these are examples of what could be and the different ways that this logo can be used. And um, so I think it gives you a really good viewpoint of um, everything you can do with this type of logo. And as he was sharing before, the simpler you get, the more you can do. Mm -hmm. And so um, what, as he said, what really sold us on this logo and this design was seeing it in all these different forms because you can do that. You, sorry about that noise. The AC just kicked on. I turned it off, but I guess it automatically comes back. I don't on. know. <laughs> but uh, that noise will be gone in just a minute. Um, but yeah, you can do that when you go simple. So, well, what I hope you would notice is that even as we've run through the rendition of the logo, how quickly that in in that box becomes recognizable. Mm -hmm. Almost. By the time you get to the end of it, you're, it's like, I see that. And it becomes recognizable. And that's really what we wanted. We wanted something as recognizable as the Nike swoosh. That when you see that, you know exactly who it is. And uh, we did talk about this today. We don't have details yet. So you can say, no, don't share that as I'm sharing it. But uh, uh, we did talk <laughs> about poss possibly, uh, we did talk about possibly having some of these available for when we get back together. If you wanted to get some of these designs, some of these shirts, some of these hats oh, yeah. uh, for yourself, that we'd make that available for you to actually order some of those things. So, um, you know, once we have kind of some more proved, ready to print designs. Yeah, I'm going to so. have some. I'm buying me some for sure. So I want a rain cool. jacket. I That's what I said. I, I want a rain jacket. I've got one now with the old logo on it, and and I, like that's the only rain jacket I have, and I so love it. Do we have any questions from anybody on the logo? Uh, We've had a bunch of people saying they really like it, which is awesome. Charles Mercer said, "Logo is great. It says what is needed to identify our family." Amen. Tasha uh, said, "We need a we need car decals." That is the first thing on the list, <laughs> yes, actually. If you look at it for designs coming up, is a car decal. So uh -huh. that'll get to you guys soon. Uh, that's one of the things I love about. Uh, 
just one of those designs. Like, uh, if, if any, if you ever visit Charlotte, you'll see uh, on like cars everywhere. everywhere elevation stickers. Yeah. And I mean, I would love to see that for people to say when you go to Wilmington, you see Northside, mm -hmm. um, just to show that kind of showing and the love for the family here across our city. So. I know Veronica Galindo and now Amy Shelton both said that coffee cup is fire. <laughs> That's all it. Hello. Everybody loves a coffee cup. We definitely are going to have to order those. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, now, separate from the logo, and you can get to it when you want to, but um, uh, Miss Debbie Burns just asked a question about reopening and when will we come back to church. So whenever we yeah, finish I'll, this I'll topic, we'll get there. The last thing that I talk about is that we'll talk about that. Um, but I, I believe if anyone has any questions on the logo, please send them in. We'll answer. Um, but I want to do. I want to mention this because I think people will possibly ask this. We are rolling out this new logo starting right now. So you will start to see things, especially digital platforms slowly change uh, over the course of this week. Our Facebook profile, our Facebook cover, our Instagram icons, uh, church online platform, those of you who use Planning Center, um, you'll see slowly this logo start to change um, from the top hat over to this over the course of this week and then beyond, especially as Alex kind of um, comes back from vacation and he starts really getting into the big designs. Uh, you'll drive by the church one day and you'll see the sign change and um, so stuff like that. You're going to start to see it starting uh, tonight and into tomorrow. You'll start to see some of these changes. I'm pretty so. excited about that. I think that that's I am just, uh, I'm very excited. It's like everything's fresh. You know, mm -hmm. this, 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 this time. And I have yet to call Danny Beasley yet. I wanted to wait until we had it changed on the website because I know it's the first thing he's going to do is click on there and take a look and see. Sandra so. Roberts says these will be trademarked, right? Yes, that was in the very yes. initial conversation with Alex. Uh, was making sure that first that this logo that whatever he gives us is not a copy of anyone else and that two that we before we put it in use that we make sure that uh, it is ours and ours alone and that we don't have to go and do this again because he was sharing earlier it's when you really start to think about which is something that we've had to do over the last few months when you really start to think about everywhere that this logo is it gets Overwhelming. <laughs> and overwhelming thinking because you think well we'll just change the website and it's done but it's like well, it's on pins it's on offering envelopes it's yeah. on the side of the building it's on the sign yeah, I mean it's just the it's list on the goes on and on it's, it's on, on the, the trash cans it's the everywhere, trash cans. <laughs> it's, everywhere. Uh, it's on the tents I mean it's the top hat is everywhere and then that's not even including I mean people have shirts and apparel and hats yeah. and and all of these things that, that it exists. I've got three different logos on three different shirts from our church, so we want to kind of lock one in, you know? <laughs> you know, Andrea, uh, my wife Andrea asked me yesterday, does any of the staff have um, have the logo, like the older logos, yeah. and on their shirts and stuff? And I said, I can't think of anybody who regularly wears the swoosh that we have, but I do know that Clyde regularly, when he's one. working, wears the globe with the, the I have old, the globe, too. You have yeah, the globe? I, have I haven't globe. seen you wear that. I don't have anything with the globe on it. I have those things. Well, they were all good. But, it, you know, at the same time, it's a progression of where we've mm -hmm. been. And uh, I was talking to Mike Morley today, and I was just talking about how, um, how far we've come over 25 years since I've been here, how far we've really come that, that maybe you wouldn't notice, like I would notice, but to really look around and, and see where we've been. And, and that uh, in the early days... To be able to, you could see my fingerprints over everything on this entire place. But as we've come to this spot, to see so many different people, hands on everything, has really been a pleasure to see mm -hmm. how much input and how much other people 
have embraced our family and embraced this church and invested in it and done so much. Um, it's, it's, it's quite humbling. It really is. See that stuff. Peggy Price asked, and if you just want to reiterate a little bit of what you shared earlier, um, is there any significance to the shape around the inn? Uh, not really. What we tried to do was to, again, when you're starting to look at logos and you have to work with north side. So, and we were working with the O, which we wanted to come back to the N. There are so many things that are already out there that the limitation gets so difficult that you either got to go way out of the box and get pretty crazy with it. And then it looks forced and it does, and it looks cheesy to be honest with you to coming down to say, I made a decision to go more simplistic than complex. And if we would have not, if we could have just put a shape around it, but somebody else had that, and to put those two ends on there, uh, just made it really nice. I, I, it was just something that caught our eye, that we liked, it was simple, and nobody had it. Mm -hmm. And so we locked on it very quickly, and then it just really grew on us. So it wasn't a particular idea, it was, that's memorable. It looks great as we put it on other things. I just think that it's such a clean look and it will be clearly become associated with Northside. Very, and very I fast. Think the key is what you said earlier, and we talked about this a lot in our conversations about this logo, about logos in general, is um, you, of course you have logos that point to Christ. Yes. Um, you have logos that point to the gospel. And if possible, that is incredible. But like he said, Northside is a popular church name. And if it can be done, not only if it can be done, it's already done. But then if you dwindle that down to if it can be done kind of in the spiritual side, the church side, it definitely has already it been done. It has been done because um, there are ends with air on the top pointing it up, air on the bottom pointing it down. There are Obviously, the T in Northside has been done every which way that you could possibly think of. The O, the sorts of styles of compasses. Compasses, mm -hmm. everything else. And so, man, when you really start going in and say, we got to have something nobody else has, we're a little late to the game. It's kind of like getting a website today and saying, is there a .com that has, is there Northside.com? Uh, no. <laughs> That's why we have Northside.church. But even that, can I tell you how excited I was when we got Northside.church? Oh, yeah. I mean, because that, that's awesome. That is, that is a great domain name. Can I, I'm, it, I'm it really, so it. we've been able to capture several things. And, and the simplicity of it, the usefulness of it, the universality of putting it on so many different platforms in so many different ways. And it doesn't look weird. It looks good on every one of them. And so we were convinced that what we wanted to do was let our logo identify the church. And we're going to let the church identify Christ, mm -hmm. which is our responsibility anyway. Mm -hmm. So I felt very comfortable with that. And, and again, I'm excited about our logo. Right. Fernando Lopez says stickers for the cars should be done tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing we haven't done yet. I mean, Alex has got to give us whatever you call the files for that uh -huh. so that we can do that. But it'll be forthcoming pretty quickly. Uh, I can tell you this for guys like Alex that are working not just for us, but for a lot of other people and digital media and content and stuff may look simple. It's a lot of work. And if you can see the guide that he put together for us and all the rules and everything about how to use this logo so that we're accurately represented, no matter who uses it, whether it's we farm something out to a company or we're doing it in house that it has that clear, it's always this the, the look right. That's a lot of work and he deserves a vacation like the rest of us deserve a vacation. <laughs> He'll do better when he's fresh 
we have a list about this long of deliverables that he still has to do those digital formats and stuff for, and the sticker is one of them. Mm -hmm. So we will await him to come home, and uh, we appreciate him and hope he'll be nice and rested when he does. He also, and I can relate to this, he has four young kids, so I'm like, yeah, brother, you take a vacation. You take it, <laughs> and you enjoy it, because <laughs> yeah. you need it. So uh, we will get it to you as quickly as we can. I look forward to putting one on my car. All right, well, let's, let's move past the logo. So we've talked about that, and, and uh, there were things we wanted you to know. We certainly wanted you to know about our live services, the tech that went into that, uh, the, the service times, the logo. And, and now I want to move on and just talk about our Q&A time here tonight. You know, we've moved it to Monday night, and uh, we feel like it's a, a good time. But it's been a question and answer because not being in person, how do we keep you informed? And I think that the worst thing that you can do to a church or anybody is to leave you in the dark. And so we tried to think of a platform that we could come weekly, keep you updated, keep you informed, while simultaneously helping you to meet us on a more personal level, meet more of the staff, kind of know them better for what they do and who they are. And, and, and the engagement has been really, really good. Mm -hmm. The feedback has been really good. And, and I personally, I like this as an addition to what we were already doing. So as we've come now where we're looking to hopefully in the not too distant future of regaining the opportunity to meet together in person, then it is, what do we do with our Q&A? And obviously we needed to move it off of Sunday because of discipleship classes and things that were opening up, but it was, do we stop it whenever we come back live? Do we continue it? Do we continue it in its current format? Is it a question and answer session? And again, these are not really things that I'm really good at. Uh, I love to prepare messages, preach, talk to people, counsel, uh, interact. But a lot of these things are just not, they're just not my forte. And I've tried to surround myself with high quality staff and people who are so much better than me in the area that I've put them and then let them advise me of things that we could do. What I didn't know is I didn't want to leave it as a simple question and answer uh, because that doesn't need to ultimately be what it is. And, and for, it's, it initially started out that way, but I think that it has transitioned over to a lot more than just a question and answer. And we wanted to figure out, is there new ways and other ways that we could inform our church serve our church, serve the greater community, and possibly even go beyond our community to the globe because a format like this has the opportunity to cover the entire world. Anybody that has a computer, cell phone, something like that, iPad, uh, any kind of an electronic device has uh, availability to this. How do we go further? And the one thing that I knew is it needed a new name. And here we go back to the logo. What does it need to be? I, I don't know. I just know that we need a new name. So I was like, you guys think it up. You help me out, and we'll see where it comes to. So then Worth uh, approached me about this. I'll just let him talk to you about the, the Q&A and where we really want to think about taking it. Yeah, I do want to say one thing first. Is and if you have feedback, please give us some yeah, feedback. Please, yes. Um, one of the things that's been great about this Q&A is that, or just this whole uh, system that we've been doing is that you guys have gotten the chance to know us a lot better in ways that 
you probably wouldn't be able to just it's being here in person and on the platform. And so I want to give you um, apparently what is a huge character trait of mine that kind of goes along with this. Holly says that I am the CEO of sending a novel in a text. And uh, <laughs> so as I was sharing my thoughts and my ideas with Pastor about this, uh, apparently it was longer than the average text message. It was, it was, it was significant. <laughs> I had to open, I, I actually opened it on my, I opened it on my phone, I was like, uh, no, and went to my iPad. <laughs> so like When you have to scroll multiple times on one text, that's a novel. Well, we were talking about the difference between people who text in short spurts, this like one idea, but in short spurts, and then people who send novels, and apparently, so you guys know me better now, I'm one of the people that just send, like, novels, because I just got to get it out of my brain and get it there, and, you know, anyway, so, um... That was just one you guys to know me better. If text you back, it's probably because he's writing a novel to someone I'm still, else. Because I'm still <laughs> writing a novel out to somebody. Um, so, uh, yeah, when we, when we started this, it was an incredible platform for us to be able to keep you informed at a time when so much was changing and questions were flying in about what we were going to do because everything that we had known that we were doing as a church, you know, here on campus was, was put to a stop Im immediately. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And it was an incredible platform to be able to go back and forth and engage. And what we noticed after that first week, second week, third week was that, um, it did a lot more than that. It gave us the ability at a time when I know you needed it, but I also know we needed yeah, a, a level of fellowship that we just weren't getting. And we missed you guys. We missed hearing from you and that this was one of the best ways that we could communicate with you and you could communicate with us. And each week it just seems to get more and more, at least for me, just kind of exciting to be a part of it because it's you guys getting to know us better. It's us getting to hear from you and you can ask us questions and we can kind of uh, joke with one another. You can see our personalities come out that you don't typically get to see and hear information you wouldn't typically get to hear. And so that's just been a, an incredible thing. But as we've looked at um, what to, where to go from here, the most important thing I think for us is that we call it whatever it is. So we had to answer the question, well, what is it? Because if, if we're saying that Q&A doesn't really capture exactly what this is, then, then what is it? Because we have times of teaching where, you know, Pastor and Mike and Joe are going through with Bibles open and they're kind of pouring into us information and some spiritual truths and lessons. We have moments of comedy where we're shaving Mike's head to, to, to over, over shares on Facebook. We have um, moments of conversation like Pastor with Ray a few weeks ago. We have moments of discussion, moments of question and answer. Um, it's just, it, it encompasses so much beyond that and trying to think about what is something that I could say would kind of capture all of that into one thing. And where we have landed is that what this really is at its core is a, is a podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys um, listen to a lot of podcasts or watch a lot of podcasts, but podcasts are a growing medium that it's really, if you look at the definition of a podcast, it kind of, it's, I mean, it's kind of like an everything, it's kind of a catch-all definition, but it's any, any multimedia content that's put online for consumption. 
is really what the actual definition is. Most people know it as, you know, audio that you can go and listen to, but there are video podcasts, there are audio podcasts, there are comedy podcasts, there's news podcasts, there's all sorts of podcasts, and it is one of the fastest growing um, media platforms today that I'm also noticing that the church is not a part of in a lot of ways. Now, I say that to say many, many churches, and we do this as well, have a podcast where they will post the audio from their sermon. So right now you can find the audio from our sermon on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Um, So that's there right now. And most churches have that available, but there's not a lot of churches who are doing what we're doing right now in, in that way and in that form. And so that was one of those areas that just kind of excited me about being able to kind of continue this. But, um, but moving forward, we're going to call this, this moment, this experience, it's a live podcast. We're going to call it the Northside Podcast. We still will have our sermon podcast separate. We're going to call it just that, our sermon podcast, where you can go back and listen to recent sermons. But that's not what this channel or this podcast would be about. This would be about exactly what we've been doing and then possibly even more. I'm going to share in just a minute, but having that discussion, having that that Q&A, having the teaching, having the discipleship, having those moments of connection. Um, now, as we look to the future, the um, a lot of kind of the the you know what are we doing with this and what are we doing with that questions will obviously not be there because we'll be back in person. Um, but as he said, this is uh, an area of ministry that we don't want to just go by the wayside. We've discovered it and we want to continue mm-hmm. to move forward. So we've talked about the possibility of even creating seasons of this podcast where we're able to maybe take a season and pastor can be on and have a, have a, um, a season where we discuss parenting, kind of have parenting podcasts where parents can hop on and it can be kind of specifically geared toward what does the Bible say about parenting, biblical parenting. Maybe we can have a season um, on worship where we're kind of diving in and looking at, you know, what does worship actually mean and how do we live that life of worship in our everyday life? And we can have seasons of that going where you can go back, you can watch it live, you can go back and consume it, you can share it. Um, and a way for us to just continue to kind of push forward in this medium. Um, so, I mean, there's a ton of just kind of future developments that we're thinking about and working on. I will say right now, the changes that you will see, we're still going to be meeting together Monday nights at six. We are going to be promoing it from, from today on as the Northside podcast live Monday nights at six. Um, we are also going to start putting this on more mediums. For you to be able to consume so it will not only be on facebook where you can go back and i do want to say tonight we haven't mentioned this yet for the first time we're actually streaming to our website right now as well uh, i know some of you are on there now watching us from northside.church so welcome those of you who maybe uh, haven't been able to watch because you don't have a facebook account but uh, moving forward we're going to start putting uh, this moment the audio version as well as a video version where you can find it on multiple platforms including spotify um, apple podcast uh, all the different places where you can find podcasts i mean podcasts are everywhere and um and like i said just to kind of wrap this whole thing up is we have um pastor kind of challenged us in a a meeting a couple of weeks ago about um north side kind of leading the way a lot of times especially from a creative production and worship side we're always talking about, well, Elevation does this and North Point does this. And have you seen Mosaic is doing this and all these different churches. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll say, well, they did it. And so let's try to do that. 
And it works sometimes, but a lot of times it's because it's what's working for their people. And it might not work the same if we were to take that same idea and do it here. The thing that excites me the most about this is there's not a lot of churches who are who are doing it in this way. And I think that with the, the market of these podcasts, I mean, so many people are consuming podcast and i think that the church there's just a a blank slate that the church has not picked up yet um like i said a lot of them are putting their sermons on but none of them are going deeper into that real life discipleship and using it for that purpose and i think that um you know Northside can kind of blaze a trail a little bit in kind of starting um, starting this ministry and uh, so i'm really excited about it so i hope you guys will um, not only continue to watch live uh, but that you'll find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'll be posting links as those things start to come available kind of over time as we grow it. And I want you to share it. Share it with people who you know are already listening to podcasts on their ride into work or on at the gym when they ever, whenever they open. Or, um, you know, those people that you know are already there, go ahead and send it to them. And, and let's start to grow this thing and, and really help make more and more and more disciples helping people discover real life. And, of course, for us, we want to uh, provide really good content. So if, if whether they do worship or I do parenting or marriage or uh, theological things or whatever, we want the content to be really, really top notch so that it's something that is not our opinion. It's something that is truth that you can live with, that you can live from. Uh, you know me, I'm a source person and I'm going to be sourced from the scriptures. I want you to have a real life and that only comes whenever you live the life that Christ has for us. And again, I just think that there's another Opportunity. This is one of the areas where the younger generation uh, absolutely eclipses the older generation. We're, we're pretty archaic sometimes in the things that we do and the way that we think because we're so mechanically oriented. We're used to, <clears throat> you know, something you put your hands on. The digital medium is, is just not as intuitive to the older generation. That's not a knock on us. It's just that's not how we were raised to think. And I think that we really have the opportunity to tap in to the younger minds that this is just how they were born almost. And this is what they've been accustomed to their whole life. They know so much more about it than we do, but that doesn't mean that we can't let them show us how to do it. And then we just jump in and make that a possibility. So I think it's an incredible platform to do. I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to adding, again, adding something to our ministry that, that I think will reach a lot of people in a lot of areas that they really need to be reached in that maybe you couldn't drive out here for a class or something like that, but we can bring in guests and things that people maybe you want to hear from. Mm -hmm. There's no telling where it will go, mm -hmm. but I'm, ex I'm excited about all the new things that we have. And again, I hope that you can tell from the things that we've talked about tonight that our goal when we sit down to plan is not, hey, I wonder how we could do things that would cause less work for us. <laughs> so that we could just sit here and be at ease. Oh. Everything that we're doing actually creates a bit more yeah. work for us. Everything we've talked but, about tonight. <laughs> you know, but that for us, we, we, we watch our, we want to make sure that we vacation, rest, rotate. You'll notice that there's different people on platform, uh, different times you see different people doing different things. That is, that is very specifically to rotate people so we don't burn anybody out. And we have to rotate our staff as well. Now, the staff doesn't get quite as much rotation because there's a limited number of us. But we, we, we still have got to be concerned about that as well. 
But what I'm always concerned about, or I should say excited about, is the recognition of our staff looking, what can we do more? What can we do next? What can we do better? How can we better serve our people? How can we better reach our people? That is a mindset that is here. That is what one of the reasons that makes this place, to me, a great place to work. We're never satisfied with anything. I mean, you know, we're content with what we do, but never satisfied. And if it can be better, and then the minute new technology comes out, you know, <laughs> I know that we're going to be the first to try to grab for it if we can do it. And it has really been a blessing. I think you're going to appreciate it, especially when the new cameras come online. Mm -hmm. You're going to notice. You're definitely going to notice. I think the Bible, you know, the Bible talks about being faithful with what you have. And I think that applies to not only our possessions, I think that applies to, um, or I should say the, the equipment that we've been blessed to be able to use, but I think that applies to the platforms that we have, um, being faithful to make sure that, you know, God has given us the internet. He's given us our website. He's given us all of these different platforms that we're able to be on. And, um, you know, I'm thinking about that person who was watching 300 miles away yesterday that we were commented in, um, you know, what are we offering to help that person discover real life? And, um, you know, I think that this podcast could be an excellent way to do it. But I also think being faithful with the ideas that um, either you come up with or, or God really gives you. I think that's important too, because we do have the ability sometimes to, to get an idea, to think of something, or maybe God gives us something and to say, that's, that's too much work. We need to just, you know, it'll be easier if we just do this. It'll be easier if we just do that. And I think um, when the Bible says, be faithful with what you have, you have this idea, now be faithful with it. And then see what God does with that. Because yeah, it's gonna be hard for a little while, but uh, if, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's gonna bring fruit, it's gonna bring growth which means it's gonna bring uh, more volunteers, more help, more staff, uh, more people, more salvations, more baptisms. It's gonna bring more and more and more as we're faithful with the things that God gives us. So I think that's For me, kind of the, an important the, mindset. I think the thing that's blown my mind this whole time that we've been out is the number of people that we've seen saved and baptized. Mm -hmm. Went up. When, when, <laughs> <laughs> since we've been here, uh, it's been phenomenal. It just has, it blows me away. It's been incredible to see how many people, even purely online, we had a yeah. couple of people who have been baptized who have only been with us online, Yeah, which is mm -hmm. just insane. To so maybe, <laughs> maybe there's something about us in person that's not so palatable. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to start using distance. deodorant or something. I don't, I don't know if that, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start cracking jokes more from the platform like we do on the Q&A. Maybe so. Maybe maybe so. The last thing I want to kind of tie this up with is Sunday is Independence Day. It's 4th of July. It is a celebration for our nation as we declared our independence from Great Britain. It is one of the greatest holidays and celebrations that we have. And uh, I have a very special message that I've uh, been working on to deliver. And I think that, that our country right now is in a, in a fairly significant state of chaos and confusion and just, just scattered. I don't, I don't know that I've seen any two people really that feel all lined up. And how is this affecting our church? How is it affecting us? Where are we going from here? And, and I think that whenever we try to figure out a question comes in, when are we opening up? It's really difficult to be on a side where that's not ultimately fully my decision, 
that it has to be taken into a context of the greater community because we have a witness and a testimony to the greater community. And I think that it's been obvious over the past couple of weeks that it only takes a word or two for a person to lose their job, to lose their witness, to lose their testimony, to lose their life, to lose their career. And so we have to think very carefully about those things. Uh, so it's a, it's a challenge to say, when are we gonna open? However, as, as we come Sunday, I do have a very clear path that I want you to hear in terms of how is Northside and its leadership gonna respond and react to all that's going on in the world right now does God have a word to say to us? Does he have advice for us? Does he have a, a direction that he wants us to go? And I want to bring that message in celebration of our country. And it's well over 200 years in freedom. The challenge that, the challenge that we're facing today and how are we gonna navigate through it as a church? And then uh, I think you'll be encouraged by the message. I think that it will give clarity to some of the questions that you may have. So I just wanna invite you to tune in and invite somebody to tune in and watch that. When it comes down to the question, when are we gonna reopen? Well, you know that we had planned on reopening on the second week in June, that passed. And then we thought, well, maybe the 27th of June, that passed. When I listened to the governor last week, uh, he spoke about that he was not gonna, they were gonna pause on this phase two and he would come back and revisit it on July the 17th. So much of my decision is gonna rest pretty heavily on what he says on July 17th. However, there is a point where I'm going to have to make a stronger decision than, uh, than maybe our governor is ready to make. And that time is drawing close. I will have a very clear and definitive answer after July the 17th as to what we're going to do. Um, my thoughts are right at this moment, we are, I'm looking very significantly at August and that August could very well be the time that we choose to come back together for those of you who want to. Uh, nobody was forced to come back in, nobody's penalized for not. We will still do everything that we're doing right now. Uh, but I'm looking very significantly at August I will be able to give you some definitive answers after I hear the governor on July the 17th or whatever days prior to that that he may speak and uh, spend some time before God to really know what it is that he wants. But we've been apart a long time and we've been apart long enough. And it's time, I think, for the people of God to get back together. And I wanna make sure that we do it in a way that is godly, a way that is safe, a way that is respectful to our community, our community leaders, to our governor, to our president, to everybody around us, respectful to the churches, to respectful to the church members, respectful to my staff. I do have to take um, my staff's health in consideration as well, and your health in consideration, all the various things that kind of surround that. They're not easy decisions to make, but we will have answers for you. I will have definitive answers for you after July 17th. Right now, I'm looking at August and what might August look like. And that's about as far as I can go for now uh, to say that. But I, I do want you to know 
if it was me and if you want to know how badly I miss you and how, I miss, how much I miss you being here, it's hard to not, to not be together. It's hard. But um, the weight of the decision is also hard to not be braggadocious or boisterous or just a bully and say, on it, here's what we're going to do. That is inappropriate in my estimation at this time. Um, but it's coming to a point where I, as a pastor and as, a, as your spiritual leader of this church, I am going to have to make a decision. When I do, I will make a decision. I'll make a decision. It will not be a wishy-washy decision. I'll make a decision and I'll let you know it. And then you have personal freedom to do whatever you choose to do in regard to that decision. I'm not forced. I don't have the authority to force you to do one thing or the other. This will be an opportunity for us to gather together to all who will. And we'll try to let you know that as clearly and as precisely and concisely as we can when I have uh, all the information that I feel like I need to make that decision and I need to hear from the governor on the 17th. So, but you may be able to tell, uh, my heart hurts to sit here without you and to have us apart as long as we have been. And I need you back as soon as I can. So I hope that answers your questions. It has been, is there any questions we need to answer? I have not seen any that have come through specifically about that. Um, just kind of more encouragement um, from the podcast announcement. Um, we did have Megan suggest that it would be great to have some discipleship classes on the podcast, which is definitely, definitely a great absolutely. idea and something yeah. we would love to do. Yeah, I think that would be kind of all wrapped up in it. Um, you know, again, this is kind of still kind of fresh in my in my brain. Even, but the, even the Q and A kind of thing, you guys have helped us to lead this. Mm -hmm. You know, what question did you have that that you needed an answer to? And then we hopefully can bring the biblical expertise and knowledge to be able to answer those questions and, and hopefully some maturity and wisdom to answer questions that are outside of that in terms of the government and things like that. But whenever it comes to what we would choose to provide for you, it is helpful sometimes to see a, a, a large number of people to write in so that we can say, man, we noticed that this particular subject showed up a lot. And then maybe somebody said one of the this and this and this, but this particular subject seemed to be really something that people, a lot of people are needing here right now. And then we can, we can work that up for you. We can construct it, put it together, deliver it, and, and hopefully answer the questions that you're looking for the answers to. That's what we want to do as much as we possibly can. So I would think that if we were to say what would be the number one goal of the Northside podcast, it would be discipleship. It would be yeah. looking at those seven pillars of, of what we would say would be real whole life in Christ. Mm -hmm. And how can we help people accomplish those seven pillars through this medium? And um, so I think that we would have stuff on there mm -hmm. um, dealing with marriage, dealing with parenting, de dealing with health and fitness, dealing with, um, you know, all of those different aspects and that mm -hmm. we could look at occupation. We could look at all of that and say yeah. that that we that with this medium we're accomplishing our, our mission as a church and our vision as a church. So, because mm -hmm. um, that was one of the first things we said when we um, when this all started and we got in these staff meetings talking about you know what we're going to do. Um, what changed when the pandemic hit was our method changed. 
our mission never changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, our vision never changed. It became not how do we create Sunday morning experience online. It became, okay, well, how do we now help people discover real life online? And mm-hmm. so I think keeping that in the forefront of our minds has been helpful for us to have the success that we've had so far. But now moving forward, especially as we think about reopening, we've got to continue to ask that question uh, more than we ever have before of how can we continue to, to capture that online audience. But then once you capture them, then there's that next step of discipleship that has to take place. So Yeah, and I think that this is probably one of the times that you as our church body actually has it within your hands to make this kind of a thing a greater reality. Uh, In times past, sometimes technological things, wires running on the floor, cameras floating around, would would almost be a distraction Mm -hmm. sometimes for some people. But to recognize now where all of you have had to sit home and, and be able to consume what we're presenting you realize the the greater value of what it takes to provide that content. And now we as a congregation get to make the decision to say we, not us, we as a congregation want to reach out to our community. We want to reach out to the world. We want to give what we have. And this is our, this is not our sacrifice. This is our gift to be able to do that and to really take part in that. I think that that, the, the online hosts has not been me, it's been volunteers that they're they're on there and they're typing their little thumbs off and they're talking to people uh, to be able to do that. Can I make to, a shout out real quick? I love I love absolutely. doing this. But all right, one of the things you guys might not have noticed, um, but just giving you kind of a viewpoint of the back end, um, is that Holly, Savannah, and I, all staff members, have been on as host with volunteers every week of the pandemic mm-hmm. um this week however you saw me you saw holly and you saw savannah we were in here doing the live service so this week we had an, an a completely 100 percent volunteer mm-hmm. um, host team so you saw if if you saw Northside church commenting that was a volunteer as well as mm-hmm. our actual volunteer host where you saw their name mm-hmm. so i want to give a massive and i know you guys are watching because i see you commenting right now a <laughs> uh, huge shout out to all of our church online volunteers our host team and I want to give a shout out to their leader as well. Savannah has done an incredible job yes, she has. in preparing them, training them, um, giving them all that uh, they need. And you saw the fruit of that Sunday that um, they did an absolutely amazing job. And there was there was not a single staff member uh, overseeing that in the moment. So you guys are incredible. And, and that keep is it up. the huge success because now we can't say we as step, we can't say oh, Northside is because of Pastor Kenny or Worth or... No, it's us. This is the church actually, each part doing its share. And and it is incredible and humbling for me to watch every week. It really is. And and, um, it's been so good. And I I get the privilege of being here after all these years to, to see this stuff really coming to a fruition that... I've dreamed about for a long, long time, but then to hear about it and watch it and see it in actual plays, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Sandra, a, yeah, I was about to say. Go for it. Um, Sandra just asked if we have any pictures of the cafe slash coffee bar area. We did not take any pictures. It's under just construction. Yet because it's in the middle of construction right now. So we're looking at it right now. <laughs> we're faced towards it. <laughs> yeah. So it's we, not ready, but you're gonna like it. Yeah. You're gonna we'll like put, it. We'll put pictures out and everything. Um, you know, once it's a little bit closer to done. 
but at this moment, it's uh, not, not looking like it's quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get it there before we open up. And the, the most incredible part is the excitement of, it's an empty building right now. You know, it's a building, it's beautiful, but it's empty. To get you guys in here and for you to see it, I just think you're gonna love it. And um, it turned out better than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. It really did. It turned out so much better than I ever dreamed. And what has happened now is it has fostered new ideas and new thoughts and <laughs> lots, of <new> <laughs> lots of new ideas. John's been talking about that. <laughs> we, we'll tell you about them later, but there's new ideas and new thoughts that, again, they fall right in line with, oh, wow, you know, we can better serve our congregation. We can make it better by doing these other things with stuff that we already have that we didn't even think about. And uh, so... We're, we're overflowing with the excitement in so many ways. And, you know, you look behind us and you can see the shiny floor behind us and, and stuff that we were able to show you tonight. And what we didn't show you was the hands that did it, whether it was Charles' Zell. Mm -hmm. Every time that you see a baptism, every time you see one, know that Charles' Zell's hands were all over that baptismal pool. He was out here building it, painting it, the, where we painted some of the railings and stuff, uh, he painted on them for days. <laughs> Trust me, for days on some of that stuff. Um, hired He hired people to do some work in here on his own. Obviously, Clyde Holly, no mm -hmm. doubt. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and one of our greatest volunteers that we talked about in the early days when he was out here doing a lot of electrical work, um, uh, Rex, Rex Clark. Yeah. And Miss Dorothy and Miss Dorothy's back answering the phones yeah, now for reception. We've opened the office back up, so she's back out there. Asked her how Rex was doing today. She said, "Well, he's um, he's kind of bored at home." And uh, and I said, well, "Why don't we go uh, uh, cut some cables just kind of randomly?" And and see, so she's like, "Actually, I think he would. I think he would like that because he loved being here. He yeah. loved just helping. And now that it's kind of complete, that it was kind of like, man, we kind need of to let down. You know, and we of need course, to do some Rob more." And Clyde and Sean. Uh, did so much of their work. Philip mm -hmm. has worked on the student area, and and it's I couldn't believe how much better the student area looked. And Philip did all that work back there, and Elliot helped him with a lot of those things that were going on. And uh, Elliot helped down here. Elliot did a lot of painting. A lot of and, the like the really like tedious work that you've seen, the little detail painting, and yeah. a lot of the curtains and stuff. Like huge shout out to Elliot and Philip for really stepping in and mm -hmm. helping in those little kind of tedious the areas that you wouldn't think about, but yeah. when you have to do it, it's like a lot of work. They've really just done. An for us, we just job. walk around like yeah, do this, do that. But then you, when you sit back and think, it's like man, it looks so amazing what they've done. And Tammy uh, Hodge has done some incredible work yes. out there uh, to do things and continues to work on our children's area. So it is a conglomeration of so many people. I'll never be able to remember all the names to call out at one time, but just, just we're, we're a church. I mean, we're a bona fide church, not in name, but in, in actual people. And I'm so proud of you. I'd love to call them out, but I, I know I can speak for at least all the people that I've come in contact with and worked with. That's not why they're doing it. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about them is that it doesn't matter if we ever gave recognition, though we want to, because they're not here doing it for us. They're doing it for God. And that's been that's been like evident in the way they've worked, the level that they've worked, the time they've worked. Um, you know, you can just see it. So huge thank you to everybody. If we didn't call your name Painting specifically, the thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. just 
we've had painters out here and, and even in the beginning of this all of all of production and worship team coming out and helping us move everything mm -hmm. putting and up the staging get all these wires all done things, yeah. stage done yeah it, it's been a lot of work and we're so thankful for all of them doing such a great job joe has helped us to tear up some of the stuff we bought tear up some lights and, <laughs> uh, thanks for that joe joe's been a great help <laughs> you have to pick you have to pick, on pick, yeah, pick, pick on joe yeah let's sit let's send joe i was gonna say let's send joe back in the sanctuary and then rex you come on out buddy because there'll be plenty <laughs> plenty to do <laughs> does that mean that was a mean. little bit i'm sorry I, I love you joe <laughs> i really do <laughs> And of course, uh, as we as we bring this to a close, I, I want to say a, a big, we really want to lift up our office staff, the ladies in our financial department up there, um, my wife, who has been home for a lot, lot of it because of her vulnerability, but she's been working at home. But Donna and, and Carolyn have literally run the office almost single-handedly the whole time that we've been here. Mm -hmm. And, and never ever complained uh have worked really hard they've done an amazing job and you guys in your giving have kept them busy because of it thank you for your giving it has been a phenomenal and you've kept us going but those those two ladies up there donna and carolyn have done a, an incredible job i've had serena working at home because Irvin has been you know, he's had his bout with, with uh, some lung issues. And Irvin, if you're watching, I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. And we want you to keep on going, man. We do. But we, Serena was back with us today, so good to have her back. And I think it was the first day in a while where all of us were actually together around the table. So. And it felt really good. It really did. So I can hardly wait the day when we all get back together as a church. And we'll celebrate. I promise. We'll celebrate that. <clears throat> Hopefully you've seen our, if you've ridden by on the sign, we put our graduates up there yep. and um, that's the most we could do right now, but we congratulate all of our graduates for their incredible accomplishments and what's up and coming. Who knows what the new year is going to bring for school and all those types of things. But I know one thing, God is still on the throne and he's got a lot for us to do. So you hang in there and until we get back together again next Monday night or you know, tune in with us on Sunday for the services, but we will look forward to seeing you again next Monday night at six o'clock for the Northside podcast. Be looking for the rolling out of a logo. You'll start to see it little by little kind of coming, rolling out and um, things are happening. It's moving. So until then, Oh, before you before you pray, there's two things that someone, two people have written in. I just, it'll be a very short answer. Number one, John Goodson. Um, he said he missed the new logo. Can we show it again? John, not only we are going to show just kind of the generic as we're closing uh, right after we pray, um, as we're kind of wrapping up, you'll see that on the screen. Um, but also you're going to see it rolled out over the next week. So you'll see it all over Facebook and, and Instagram and everywhere yeah, else. Definitely put the coffee um, cup up there. Coffee cup will be there. Coffee cup will be there. Will be there. Uh, that's, and that's then the second would be to uh, Miss Peggy Price. She asked, do we have specific plans for social distancing when we return? I just want to say uh, we have, we made a lot of plans leading up to June 7th mm -hmm. that we just kind of had to not do away with, just put on hold. So we have a lot of the plans, the supplies, all of that stuff already ready to go. And I think once we get a date, we're going to kind of unveil all of that to you. But all of that's just sitting and waiting and ready for, for a date. So, um, yeah, we are, we are fully prepared to, to bring you back in. And that's why we were looking at how many, we don't know how many services 
mm -hmm. that we will actually have to do. It depends on the what the governor says and the social distancing requirements and whatever they are, we're prepared for them. Yep. And we, we'll do as many services as we need to. And we don't know how, how that'll work out. Some of you may choose to stay home still and that's okay. And so three may be enough. If we need to do more, we certainly will. Uh, but we're ready for that. So mm -hmm. I wanna pray for us as we close out and then we'll make sure that we put some logo stuff up there for you to look at. And we thank you for being here tonight. So pray with me. Father, we thank you so much for how no matter what's going on, chaos to you means the opportunity to bring clarity. And it really does show your strong hand in all that you do. <clears throat> it's been an incredible time of growth, I think, for all of us here at the church, not only our staff, but our entire church body. And for me, to see the faithfulness of our, our church members throughout this, because there was a time when if we had a snow day or a hurricane day and we'd miss a Sunday. We, we didn't even really know, well, will people be faithful? Will they come back? And man, have you shown me uh, an area in my life that I could be more faithful in? I thank you for that. I thank you for the, the growth that we've experienced as a staff, as people together, uh, even through times of friction, that those are times of, of encouraging growth. And so we thank you for that. I pray that you'll bless our congregation and continue to strengthen them I do pray for our, our governor. I pray for our mayor, the police, the, the, the citizens of the United States. I pray for our president, that he'll be able to know how to make good decisions and right decisions uh, for people that like him, people that don't, uh, to make decisions for the entire population of the United States. Uh, Lord, we need to lift him up. But I pray also, Father, for all that we're doing, that the things that we would do would rebound to your glory and that would also uh, bring about salvation, that would bring about calmness of mind, give us peace in our hearts, and prosper us out here in the future. Lord, I realize that the time, uh, we would certainly wish that you would hasten the day that all of this would go away, but we also acknowledge that it is in your hands and that we can fully trust you with everything, and we do. Thank you for this ability to podcast. Thank you for the technology, the reach, for the blessings of all that has happened here. And as we close out, I hope that the final logo presentations here will be an encouragement to all until we can gather together again. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Have a great night.